This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Today's show is sponsored by Acura. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay, second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Thursday, the new Friday, November 30th. And today's live pod is the best one yet. Jack, it's T-Boy. That's right. This is the first ever live taping of the T-Boy pod. Jack, we got a studio audience here. We got hundreds of Yetis out there. Can I just say, you look fantastic. I mean, you look fantastic. I know you have makeup on, and I think it looks great, by the way. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. Well, we're going to talk about it a little bit. It looks great. I mean, I better be wearing makeup. Is that Darlene from Duncan I see back there? I think that's Frank from Finance, Jack. Dorchester? Dorchester. Yetis. We are at Shack 15, a wonderful venue, which gave us the extra sprinkle dinkle, a little bit of razzle-dazzle. Now, to our podcast listeners right now, you will hear our core 20-minute usual T-Boy show, but Jack and I whipped up an hour of special material for the besties in real life. We have some special storytelling just for this live T-Boy audience. But Jack, speaking of stories, what are the three stories for today's best pod yet? For our first story, there is a shocking new rival facing all the dating apps. Non-dating apps. We didn't meet on Hinge. We met on Yelp. For our second story today, after a four-year wait, Tesla finally delivers the Cybertruck. But Tesla's Cybertruck has more in common with fashion than with cars, and we're going to tell you why. For our third and final story, Mark Cuban is quitting Shark Tank and selling the Mavericks. What? Why is this billionaire making these moves? Because Mark Cuban is opening up the Las Vegas Playbook. But Yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. That is a wonderful mix. We had no idea what mix we were going to do today. I love this mix, Jack. San Francisco, are you tired? I, like, I mean, Jack, I don't know. I'm. I saw. I thought some eye rubbing, some yawning. Are we okay. someone like yawning over there? I lived in San Francisco for a year. Yeah, the commute, the traffic, it makes it kind of tough. But it's I different. There was a different type of yawning. I just heard, Jack. What was that? We just discovered that San Francisco just had its worst week of sleep ever. 
Literally. And we have data to prove it. Oh, we got the data. Jack, you want to whip up the context for us? Get this, Yetis. Eight Sleep is a smart mattress startup that tracks how much you sleep. I mean, of course, San Francisco, you would have a mattress startup that tracks your sleep. It's a life hack. We like to optimize here in SF. But according to their sleep tracking data, San Francisco's sleep quality plummeted last week. There was a 27% drop in good quality sleep. There was a 27% jump in low quality sleep. There was a 27% jump in the number of San Franciscans who got less than five hours of sleep a week. Now, Jack, we got to pause the pod for a second. Why did San Francisco just have its worst week of sleep of the year, literally? exhausted from the grueling hills? Fillmore? Did, did you what go? happens if it snows? Uh, don't even talk to me about that. Jack, <laughs> La Taqueria, the tacos, did they bother your tummy a little bit? Is that why you didn't sleep? Little, uh, burning Man nightmares from some of the... Uh... Jack, can you whip up the answer for us about why San Francisco didn't get any sleep last week? It's the drama at OpenAI. True story, Yetis. The Sam Altman chat GPT firing actually kept San Francisco awake last week. Why? Nick and I were trying to cover the news. It was a struggle. Sam Altman was tweeting updates at 1 a.m. Okay, but then, Jack, he got rehired at 2 a.m. Then he retweeted Microsoft's rehiring tweet at 3 a.m. If you were working at OpenAI, you were up all night, man. Your eyes were OpenAI, Nick. (laughs) The only thing closed in San Francisco last week was Van Ness Avenue. Classic. 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 But San Francisco, we hope that you get some Z's tonight. Because you have some serious sleep debt that needs to be repaid. So catch up on a full eight tonight. But in the meantime, Jack, we know exactly how to keep San Francisco awake, don't we? Hold that melatonin. Yeah. Let's hit our three stories. Jack, let's hit our three live stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, because we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, the newest dating apps are the opposite of dating apps. People aren't meeting on Tinder. They're meeting on Yelp. And it's because of a lesson you got taught in seventh grade. Jack, can we talk about the serious drama going down in the dating app industry right now? Is it just me or is every guy who's six foot or taller listing that in their profile? I mean, Venmo requests <laughs> on the first date. What's going on here, Jack? That's a red Yetis, flag? some of the worst performing stocks this year are the dating app stocks. Match, Bumble, they are both down about 30% so far this year. Part of the issue is that dating apps are seeking profitability and they become expensive. We've told you, Yetis, about the $500 a month subscription by tinder that's expensive that's rent rent. or tinder premium the second reason is that singles post-pandemic prefer connecting in real life you'd rather meet someone at a karaoke bar than an okay cupid also gen z in particular seems averse to the idea of hookup apps but that does not mean that people are not finding love right now get this the new top dating apps are not dating apps. The new top dating apps aren't Tinder, Hinge, or Bumble. They're Yelp, Strava, and Duolingo. According to the Wall Street Journal, you're ditching dating apps, but you're finding dates on other apps. Jack, let's sprinkle on some context here. Got some examples. You ready? Yeah. Okay. 
Maybe you found your new significant other by scrolling reviews on Yelp, the retail review site. Huh. This guy also loves souffle. Yeah. They also get their chicken wrap with french fries every time. Five-star review for going Greek style? That sounds like a first date potential. Nick, we both go to the Chestnut Street souffle. There we go. That should be our first date location. Boom, that's happening. Another example, <laughs> maybe you found your new girlfriend on Duolingo, the language learning app. She's also level seven in French. Ooh. Enchanté. Oui. Well, maybe you say your first je t'aime uh, <laughs> on your honeymoon in Provence. This one's close to home. Yes. You found your boyfriend on Strava. Yeah. The social app for sharing your run and your jog and your bike ride. Yeah, you met at the 10K in Golden Gate Park. Maybe you continue the relationship, Jack. He liked my personal record post. Why not ask him out for a run? And besties, as Jack and I were preparing this story, we were thinking, this makes sense, doesn't it, man? Because non-dating apps, the way you handle yourself on non-dating apps, mm -hmm. that's a more authentic signal of who you are as a person. Yeah. Like, if you left a Yelp review about the Lululemon store on Union Street... That signals you have similar hobbies or certain lifestyles and maybe a particular income. Or to quote Bad Girl Riri, I fell in love in a hopeless place. <laughs> that hopeless place was a five-star review of Chick-fil-A that you found on, on Yelp. Yelp. <laughs> so, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies who are everyone looking for love, not on a dating app? It's a classic lesson from English in seventh grade. Show don't tell. Yeti, you probably heard the term show, don't tell. Like in middle school, when they were teaching you how to write essays, you learned about show, don't tell. Don't tell us how you feel. Show us how you feel with your words and your actions. Well, that is the same lesson from your old writing class that applies to dating today. The bio on your Tinder profile tells everyone that you like Greek food. But your Yelp review shows how actually adventurous you really are. Showing is a way more powerful, effective, and authentic way to express yourself than telling it. And this writing lesson, it explains why non-dating apps are beating dating apps. For our second story, Tesla finally delivers its first batch of Cybertrucks today in Austin, Texas. Today, today, Thursday. But the one word that this truck makes us feel, mm -hmm. it reminds us of fashion. <laughs> when we hear Elon Musk and Cybertruck, we're thinking Anna Wintour. Yetis, for four years, Tesla has had the same lineup of four cars. For four years, we have been waiting for a fifth car from Tesla. That fifth car wasn't just any car. Mm -hmm. It was the Cybertruck. Yetis, back in 2019, before the pandemic, Elon used a Cybertruck on stage. He showed us the car he had been dreaming of. He'd probably been dreaming it up since his childhood. Yeah. Because the Cybertruck <laughs> looks like a predatory robotic animal yeah. from the future. It's like, it's like if C-3PO designed a Hummer, right? <laughs> like that kind of a thing. It's an electric truck, and after a four-year wait, the first 10 of those vehicles are being delivered today. And it goes down this afternoon at Tesla's factory in Texas. How do we describe that, Jack? Texas, yeah. the ancestral homeland 
of the pickup truck. <laughs> you remember, I sent you the photo this weekend. I actually, I saw a Cybertruck in the wild. I know, Nick Nick did see one. So I, I guess did. it's not the first time. No, 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 no. Um, it looked like the truck was, was menacing at me. It's an intense <laughs> truck, but it was cool. Don't get in the way of that thing. But Yetis, you might be thinking to yourself, what took this so long? Why is Tesla's first truck so late? This was supposed to be delivered two years ago. Instead of being the first electric pickup truck, it's the fourth behind Rivian's, Ford's, and the Chevy Silverado. And the reason why, Jack? According to the Wall Street Journal, the reason for the Cybertruck's delays is its exoskeleton. The reason is the door. The reason is the metal. <laughs> it's the door, Yetis. Remember when Elon like threw that rock at the Cybertruck? Yeah, yeah. He threw two rocks. No, he threw one and the designer threw another. It's because he wanted the Cybertruck to have bulletproof glass doors and windows and maybe even a chassis. In the demonstration, it didn't quite work. No. The window shattered. Nonetheless, Elon is determined that the Cybertruck is bulletproof. Right. Now, most pickup trucks, they have aluminum doors, right? Most pickup trucks have aluminum, which mm -hmm. is a light, malleable metal that is good for fuel efficiency. <laughs> but Jack, can you sprinkle on some uh, periodic table of elements context for okay. us over there? To achieve the futuristic look of the Cybertruck and achieve bulletproofness, he needed a new metal. Ultra hard stainless steel. Steel that is so thick and so hard it's really hard to bend it into the shape of a Cybertruck. Okay. You, you can't even paint it, right? Like, you can't paint it. You can't paint this metal. It's no. that tough. Now, the well, only color you can get is metal. Now, the last car to come out in this uh, freakishly hard metal? The last car to be this material was the DeLorean from Back to the Future. <sighs> yeah. Not exactly a practical car. Now, yet is Elon has confessed that this metal issue of the door is what's caused <laughs> the delay. And it may make it really hard to profit off of the Cybertruck. Elon admitted on the last earnings call for Tesla, we dug our own grave with the Cybertruck and that darn metal. The darn metal was my part of the question. <laughs> But we would still test drive one. So, Jack, what's the <laughs> takeaway for our buddies over at Tesla? The Cybertruck wasn't designed like a car. It was designed like a dress. Yeti's interesting thing about the car industry. The car industry is all about getting the customer exactly what they want. Because it is extremely expensive and time-consuming to develop a new car. Tell us more, man. You have to build the prototype. See if the audience responds well oh, to it. Yeah. Then you have to build a new factory line with new machines. Mm. The time frame is like five to 10 years between sketching it on a piece of paper and the first one rolling off the assembly. That's why these car companies are doing focus groups and focus groups and research groups and more focus groups, and they're taking five, 10 years to do a marginal, tiny little change. They don't want to make a mistake. No. Because a mistake would be so costly. But the Cybertruck did the opposite of that. The Cybertruck did the opposite of the tried and true car design process. The Cybertruck pulled off a design process like a dress getting unveiled at a fashion show. Because look at that thing. It's imaginative. It's daring. Yeah. It breaks the mold and all the rules of automotive. <laughs> On the other hand, in the car industry, you don't break the mold. You mold the mold. Like Literally. They mold the mold. That's the point. Yetis, prepare to start seeing an electric tank-like cyber beast. Prowling, uh, prowling our streets. But Jack, the real reason that Cybertruck's going to catch our attention? It wasn't designed like a truck is designed. It was designed like a dress. It was designed like a dress. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah, it is. How good is the feeling of 
finally getting something off your chest. You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottled it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yet he's bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her? It's protect her. Yeah, it's like that. It's, it's like a that. thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared... To protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. For our third and final story for the live podcast. Mark Cuban is quitting Shark Tank and selling the Mavericks? Why? Because he has a bigger vision. Yeah. To turn Dallas into Las Vegas. Mark Cuban. Jack, worth $6 billion. He bought the Dallas Mavericks NBA basketball franchise for a steal <laughs> back in 2000. And thanks to Dirk Nowitzki, who Nick and I refer to as the Berlin Wall. Das Berlin Wall. Mark Cuban won an NBA Finals, and the Mavericks are a top franchise. You've seen Mark Cuban. He's constantly sitting courtside. He may be yelling at the ref, but he's wearing some fantastic Mavericks merch. But shocking news, because this guy is such a Mavericks fan. Multiple sources have confirmed mm -hmm. that he is selling the Mavericks. We honestly couldn't believe it. That was shocking. And Jack, to whom is he selling the Mavericks? He is selling the Mavericks to Miriam Adelson of the Las Vegas Sands Casino Empire. Uh, wow. And can we talk about the return on investment of that basketball team? He purchased the Mavs for $285 million. Now he's selling it at a valuation of $3.5 billion, which is more than a 10x return. Sit down, stand up, and write a check to Barbara Corcoran again. But the story doesn't end there, Nick. No. Mark also announced the same day <laughs> he's quitting Shark Tank. After 16 seasons, Mark Cuban has one big project that he wants to focus on that's not Mr. Wonderful's head. And for that reason, he's out. Yetis, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. The one big project Mark Cuban wants to focus on now isn't a startup, it's a city. The city of Dallas. Yeah. Mark Cuban 
is about to make the city of Dallas an offer it can't refuse. <laughs> it's a sports betting situation. Now that sports betting is legalizing, it's sweeping across America. Mark Cuban wants in on that. Yeah, Mark said last year he is looking for a casino partner to build a new casino with and an arena with. Yeah, an arena surrounded by casino and hotel properties. Okay, so Jack, what is Mark Cuban's pitch to the city of Dallas and the state of Texas? Here's what he's saying in the Lone Star State. My partners and I will build a new arena with new casinos and new hotels at no cost to the public. Tons of jobs will be created. Huge tourist dollars are going to pour on in to the Lone Star State. But here's what I'd like in return. Just a small thing. <laughs> he, he did say there is one thing he wants. Um, we need you to legalize sports betting and gambling in Texas. Eh, no big deal. We just need the state to change its entire policy on sports betting. <laughs> now, although he is selling the majority of the Mavericks to the Adelson family, he's actually going to remain in charge of basketball operations. Yeah, basically, he's going all in on the city of Dallas, and now he's got a lot more cash to invest. And since he's not on Shark Tank, a little more time to lobby. That's his master plan. And that feels like our takeaway moment. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddy Mark Cuban and whatever he's up to now? What Mark Cuban is really testing is the Las Vegas playbook. Okay, fascinating thing we've noticed. Five years ago, the Supreme Court ended the nationwide ban on gambling and sports betting. Which means the Supreme Court also ended Las Vegas's monopoly on casinos and sports betting. That should have crushed Las Vegas. It should have been crushing news to the city of Las Vegas to lose control of the one industry the whole city is dependent on. But Jack, that didn't really happen, right? Not at all. No. Las Vegas is hotter than ever. They've added four major pro sports teams in the last six years. They just had the F1 Grand Prix. They had that $2 billion sphere that like, I can, I can like, see it from here, basically. Bono came to town That's to perform always, in the sphere. I've never seen him live. Las Vegas realized that betting on a live football game in a football stadium is better for the city than betting on a slot machine. In fact, Jack and I are willing to make a bold prediction on Vegas right now. Is it just us or is Las Vegas going to host the Olympics? 2036? 2036. Yeah, it is. Mark Cuban is trying to borrow that same formula that Las Vegas did and put it into Dallas. That formula is sports plus betting. It's the Las Vegas playbook. It's the Las Vegas playbook. <laughs> now, Yetis, we're not done the pod yet, even though we've done our three stories, right, Jack? But this pod's not over yet. <laughs> Jack always whips up the takeaways. It's like a natural skill he has. Do you have a cookie crisp in you or? <laughs> Is there a Yeti here though? Because Jack's cookie crisp. That ain't bad. We got to do a mic check next time. But Jack's been doing a lot of talking tonight. So we were thinking, let's give Jack, you know, a 14 second break. And um, maybe one of the besties or Yetis wants to whip up the takeaways with us. I'm almost out of tea. Anyone? I need 15 seconds of voice break. We'd love a volunteer. If somebody could come up. Here it is. That was quick. Well, let's do it. We'd love if you could whip up the takeaways. Let's get a round of applause. Right. Jack will give you the play-by-play -play on how it's done. And your name is? Taras. Taras Miloshenko, Austin, Texas. Wonderful. Oh. Thank you for volunteering. Taras is actually a legendary Yeti who sent us some great facts of the day. 
Let's get another hand for Taras. So here's the game. Now, Yetis, basically, at the end of the show, we've already done our takeaways for you, but the way Jack and I see it, you, you may have missed the takeaway a little earlier. And with podcasting, you may be multitasking, so we want to whip them up for you one more time. It's part of our format. So we always ask, Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us? So, you ready? All right. I'm ready. Let's go. You got to stretch out. You got to get, it's kind of physical. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Let it go. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. You got it. You got it. You got it. All right. So, Taras, can you whip up the takeaways for us for our first live show? For our first story, single people are finding love not on dating apps, but through non-dating apps. It's just like our fifth grade English teacher taught us. It's best to show, not tell. For our second story, Cyber Thursday, Tesla delivers the first cyber trucks today in Austin. This wasn't designed like a car. This car was designed like a dress. And for our third story, Mark Cuban is quitting Shark 10 and selling the Mavericks to transform Dallas. Sports plus betting. That is the Las Vegas playbook. Thank you so much. I mean, I thought AI was going to take my job. I know, I know. I, I don't, I'm worried for you. That was very good execution. If anyone read to review the Taras, no, 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 don't worry. Oh, we shouldn't go there. We read those reviews. But it's still not the end of our show because it's time for the best fact yet. Is Laureen Hidalgo in the audience? Laureen Whoa! is here! <laughs> Lauren, Nick and I reviewed the best fact yet that you submitted. We loved it. It's super apropos. If you're willing to volunteer, we'd love if you could present it to us. Let's have a round of applause for Lauren. So, every day we get to do this show, and this show is the best one yet because Jack and I really and truly believe, and we started saying this before we named the show this, that every episode we've done is the best one yet. But we always end the show with the best fact yet because the Yeti send us some fantastic facts. So, Lorene Hidalgo from the Bay Area, what's the best fact yet? The ferry building that we're in right now is built on a landfill largely made of ship holes used during the gold rush. Wow. Thank you, Thank Maureen. you so much. <laughs> so the ferry building, it has gone from gold rush Thank you. to hosting podcasts. Ship holes? That's pretty cool. The hull of a ship? Yeah. Star we're in a ferry building and we're standing on the remains of vessels. It's a, That's just pretty cool. At one point, this building, the ferry building, was the second busiest transportation hub in the world. And you can still take ferries throughout the Bay Area from this location, which this, we highly suggest. This is our West Coast HQ. It's a pretty great place. This has be. been pretty awesome. Really cool. Wow. But we've always got to end the show with one final thing. What is a T-Boy pod without celebrating some wins? Um, does anyone out there... Have a birthday or raise your hand if you've got an anniversary or maybe you just got a job promotion or a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. Can we see some hands if anyone's celebrating anything today? All right. Okay. We're, 
we're going to pass this mic around, okay? We're going to celebrate some wins. Nick, let's kick it off with one. Oh, Rachel, you're good to go? Great. What's All our, right. What's our first? Well, before we sign off the podcast, Jack, we got to whip up some takeaways. For our first shout out on the pod, we got to talk about Joe, Quad, and Hannah, a couple of Yetis who are celebrating a one-year anniversary here at the show. <laughs> Congratulations. Can you share your, your shout-out? I just got promoted. Oh, let's get another round of applause. Yeah. You son of a gun. Congratulations. All right, do we have any shout-outs on this side? Oh, right here. Jeremy and I are moving in together in two weeks. There we go! Where are you guys moving in? We're in Knob Hill, moving two blocks away, still in Knob Hill. Well, Knob Hill is fantastic. And it is within that Suvla delivery zone. <laughs> any other shout-outs over here? My goodness. I want to share your name with the audience. Abby. Is that my name? Yeah. Abby, congratulations on retiring from pro basketball and the new VC job. That's incredible. Congratulations. We got another shout out over here, Jack. I'm here with my two wives, my work wife of how many companies we work together? Seven. And my patient wife that we just celebrated our five year and our Hawaii Five O. Congratulations. As someone with a work husband, this is wonderful for us to see. Beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, we got one more over here, Jack. Now, the great thing about the shout outs is we actually have no idea what we're getting every day. It's like an exciting mixed bag of chocolates Jack and I get to jump into. I'm here with four of my freshman year roommates, and two of them uh, just got engaged a week ago. Oh, unreal. Freshman year roommates? Congrats on the engagement. Yeah. All right, what, where do we go for the, what's, when's the invite coming? <laughs> we'll follow up after the show on it. Nicholas. Jack, before we go, we also have to do some real fundamental thank yous. Thank you to Shack 15 for hosting us in this stunning place. Thank you to Frank, a master, master baker who baked us a T-boy cake with a Yeti on it. You gotta get a picture of this thing. <laughs> the frosting to cookie ratio is very strong with Frank. Thank you to Sydney, who came all the way from Buffalo. She's the winner of the best trip yet sweepstakes. Yeah. And she's making the trip our best trip yet. Sydney's first time out on the West Coast, and she came all the way out here from Buffalo for the show. A thank you to the team T-Boy who is here with us right now, right, Jack? Rachel is crushing it right here. Adam, our producer, is the best editor I've ever encountered. And finally, a thank you to the people who we do this for, and we are so proud to get to do it for you. Thank you to all the Yetis and the besties out there for coming and being a part of this. We are so lucky... We are so lucky to have stumbled into this career uh, 
And it's because you listen every day and we appreciate it more than you realize. So thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you, Jack, for being the absolute perfect partner. Nicholas. This is the most fun we could My possibly man. be having. And to anyone else celebrating something today, make it a T-Boy. Celebrate! If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.